0: this one then our things are streaming and then we have a show that's right Uh uh-huh you got the real one baby you got the you got the right one baby (laughs) you you got the right real one baby you got the The real the real the real white right it's the next generation and refreshment Well, you know what that sound is. That's that collusion sound. That's, but hey, hey. That's super. Don't think you're going to have to fast forward through a bunch of politics. Because we've only got the juiciest political fun things to to tumble around in today. It's not going to be a... I feel like we're going to calibrate it to your needs. And to to facilitate this calibration, you can comment not only in the YouTube live stream, but also in the Facebook one. I actually meant to say that in the opposite order because I really want to drag y'all over to the YouTube one more. Sorry, Facebook. Um, Facebook's problem with their stream yesterday, yesterday, last week, was really my problem with hooking the battery to my phone so my phone wouldn't go to sleep. But we're using a full-on actual computer for the YouTube stream, like the you professionals that new-fangled we are. things, yeah. And yeah. we had that on YouTube too, so uh, you can YouTube us there. There is uh, the Facebook stream. Just double checking the audio on old Facebook here. And what's the first thing that you wanted to dance around on today, sir? Uh,
1: I don't know what kind of. Oh yeah, the Nike boycott. <laughs> All right, so, you know, everyone this whole like Colin Kaepernick thing, he, you know, first he started sitting sitting on the bench uh, you know, because he's he's protesting police brutality in America, which, you know, I don't know if it's uh an issue statistically, but it it feels like an issue and I don't know if that's because you know, those those incidents are broadcast on the news and that's all we see. You know, there's probably there's many more times Uh, Interactions with police That like are non-incidents It's not even worth talking about of course Yeah we're uh, not
0: saying like Every police incident is violence But there's way disproportionate uh, Law enforcement Violence toward people of color And people in lower economic backgrounds And that's ridiculous
1: Yeah and so you know that's what he was Protesting and then um, a, A former I want to say like Green Beret or Navy SEAL Dude told him that, like, hey, you know, instead of sitting on the bench, why don't you kneel? Because that's a sign of respect, you know. For this it. was that... a
0: green beret recommending this, yeah.
1: So you can, like, so you can still show respect to, uh, you know, the soldiers who, you know, fought for your or who defend freedoms, whatever you want to say, you know, all this like fake patriotic bullshit,
0: but, yeah. Uh... It looks respectful and very patriotic, still, it's just different,
1: yeah. And, uh, you know, that's as it's a silent, peaceful protest, and then. Uh, immediately, like people on the opposite side um, co-opted it and claimed he was protesting the anthem and protesting the troops.
0: Yeah, and protesting the nation.
1: Yeah, and like, how do you? Why, why would anyone protest the anthem? Like that just sounds like the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Well, not not you know a little hyperbole there, but it's close to it.
0: It's in that ballpark. It feels yeah. like that. Uh, oh man, I, I looking at it logically, trying to zoom out as much as I can on it. I can only see. Two reasons to be against Copernic and his message, and which isn't just his message, but uh, and be against how the uh, the NFL has made compromises to to allow that statement, and the fact that this was never like an official thing. It's not like a government thing that we're doing. It's a recreational activity. Yeah, that it's plays the anthem. Yeah, we're, we're not having like a military practice or something like that that's rooted in like the government doesn't spend any money on football to my knowledge so why do we need to praise our country in playing football other than that's a good and wholesome thing to do as a ritual for unity yeah just a tradition this isn't against your unity unless your unity is the white people yeah that's the other thing so i see two ways you can be against this one you can be really ignorant and just listen to all the people that uh, are just shit that are complaining about this, including Trump, who's acting like this is an upset uh, – something to be upset about as an affront to America instead of something to be upset about as a, an affront to our people that are getting killed by police. Yeah,
1: the people who live in America. Yeah, like, you know. which
0: is – it's so – a bunch of them are black. Those are our people too. Those are our Americans also. And uh, to throw away – Something that a community is trying to point out as obvious unfairness in the obvious numbers. Yeah, like the numbers are there. The research has been done. It's like undeniable that something needs an adjustment. And something needs a bit more attention. Or unless you just really want to be them versus us, and it's one thing to be okay a political them. Okay, like oh, I'm feeling more like a Democrat now, so the Republicans feel like a them, and I have to fight that internally because I'm not really a Democrat. I really want to be a neutral person, but mm-hmm. emotionally I want to hate Republicans because of recent things. When there's Republicans that are very mm-hmm. liberal that I would totally agree with. And I've had some on the show. Mm-hmm. So I understand this inner conflict, but if you don't tame this, then <laughs> I would say if you don't tame this, you're a racist, but it's that kind of passive racism where you're just so ignorant. That you don't realize that there's groups of people that um, should be like you and should feel like as important as you that, you're throwing to the fence because of misinformation or you just hate those people. And this is a perfect time to get other people on your side that don't know what the hell they're talking about. Yeah. So Either you way, know. it's a yeah. no rationale to it based on any facts about what the actual thing is supposed to mean. Right. Unless you're putting things in Copernic's mouth and saying that like, this is about something that it's not. And that's what the most people are upset about. Is believing that he's standing for something that's not at all what he's trying to stand yeah,
1: for. Yeah, because people have like tried to spin it around. But okay, so the back—that's the background for the
0: beverage. Pause. Continue.
1: Yeah, for the the Nike protest or Nike boycott. So Nike decided to use um, Colin Kaepernick in a, an ad, and then all those same people who are against the message in the first place or the protest in the first place are now, uh, you know, air quotes for the radio people. Uh, boycotting Nike. And I just have to point this out because <laughs> yeah. these people have no fucking clue what a boycott is.
0: Yeah, what, the, what like, the boycott means. Like,
1: okay, so usually when you boycott something, that means you're not going to support that company by, usually, you know, the best way to do that is not purchase their products. Not destroy products of theirs that you already own. That makes, like, who cares? Like, you're just destroying your shit. The company doesn't care after they have your money, dude. Like, okay, you're not gonna buy anymore, and then you're gonna destroy everything you own by them. Yeah. Like, it just doesn't make sense. And it's I don't know, it's, but it's it's a really like other weird weird kind of thing that's yeah rocking them,
0: rocking my Nikes. But
1: it's another like weird kind of thing too.
0: I hate football, but I actually really do like Nike a lot.
1: Yeah, but like <laughs> I I feel like uh, company boycotts are like happening all the time now, like. But really, like, flash in the pan bandwagon y. Yeah. Because that's our culture these days. It's like everything, like, hey, Coney 2012. You remember that? Flash
0: in the pan bandwagon. Yeah. yeah. Co- Comey?
1: Coney 2012.
0: Kony? Comey is a different person. Yeah.
1: <laughs> no, what yeah, I forgot w-
0: about the Coney guy, yeah.
1: Coney 2012. Talk about
0: someone breaking under pressure. Right? Well, yeah. No. People don't remember. You know, correct me if I got part of this wrong because it was way back in 2012. But this person got a lot of support as an electrical official, electrical official, (laughs) and elected officials, really. Don't let me confuse you. And it was a lot of grassroots support. Wasn't this like a really...
1: um, I'll I'll be honest. I I don't even fucking remember.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Basically, this person got a lot of grassroots support, and it seemed like he was a good candidate for whatever. And then he, like, masturbated loudly in a street corner. On a street corner, like... Uh, like Near publicly. It was oh, like yeah, a that, mental yeah, yeah, breakdown. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. I remember that. Yeah, 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 and
0: most people believe I I subscribe to this, that the pressure was too much for him, so he self sabotaged.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's Something like, What like can that. I do
0: that's so socially unacceptable that no one will want to vote for me so I don't have to do this?
1: Yeah, I think that was the guy who was like kinda of spearheaded the whole campaign because I think Coney was just some dude and like Africa or some shit. I'm and just, We're like,
0: talking about this wrong enough to spear up some comments. Yeah, totally. Videos. Yeah, because we, we're just gonna keep giving you wrong information until <laughs> you comment up more. It's like a punishment, right?
1: No. <laughs> anyway, besides that, so you know this whole like boycott culture. Like I, you know, I, I kind of have to agree. Like if you if you don't support something, like you, I, I really feel like voting with your dollar is the only real vote that matters these days. Yeah. Um, you know, the only like real power if you get enough people. You know, if you can. influence. this is really capitalism, yeah. Yeah, to really, like, influence um, companies' decisions.
0: If we're really living under a government that has all its decisions led by lobbyists more than the people and corporate interests. Oh, we do. Rather than expecting to just elect the next person who's not going to play that game like they've all played for the history of governance. In this country and others, we might as well be aware of that and try to make political changes by making um, changes in corporations. And the easiest way the little person can do that is, like you said, voting with the dollar. The next time you need to buy shoes... Then you can decide not to buy Nike, yeah, or in the case of me who the ex, the, the advertisement was successful on, I'm way more likely to buy Nikes' than <laughs> right they're probably going to be used ones from Buffalo Exchange or like a thrift store, but still yeah, <laughs> Nike's right. probably still not going to get money from <laughs> <they're>. right the end of Rockins and some Nikes like these were not new when I bought them, yeah, yeah,
1: no, <laughs> totally it's uh I don't know the whole thing is is funny to me, but it's like the same the same group of people when they boycotted. Uh, Kurig, and they yeah, just like the destroyed Keurig. They just destroyed all their Kurig machines that they already paid for. Like that's that's not a boycott, folks. No, I don't know. I'm just, not a,
0: just people smashing Kurig machines.
1: I don't know how to break it to you.
0: I just had that moment when I realized I was sitting in a way that was like ultimate neck fat way. Do <laughs> you ever do that? We're like, oh, I look great on this camera. You check the other camera. It's like, oh, it's like only neck rolls. <laughs> the way it, not that that matters to quality content, but no, 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 we but... do have some comments that slid in. <laughs> Jay said, please keep it down. Oh, well, yeah. Co- I, I think should close more the door. a reference to Latin. No, He's, he said it with a laughing face. Oh. I think it's more of a reference to all the yelling and screaming we did last episode. Oh, yeah. From yeah, me yeah. launching beer everywhere by accident. Oh, yeah, yeah. As a punishment. Although, honestly, if I had thought it through, I would have a beer on me. But I'm taking the the moment to, like, high horse it and do, like, a sober episode. Right. Even though it wasn't entirely on purpose a sober episode, I decided to embrace it. Like, previous me would have been like, no, I'll do the episode late if I have to 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 grab a beer beforehand. Yeah. And then before that, it would have been like, no, I got to take 15 minutes to to smoke a dube before it. And I'm trying to, like, not let those things guide.
2: Yeah, totally. the
0: most important things I do, I should be able to do without crutches like that. Yeah. But I, I, I still won't know, that. I can't high horse it that hard and say that I wouldn't have had like a, one of the little cans with me like last episode right. or the one before that. Last episode went gnarly. Last episode I raided one of the MIDI fridges and I ended up drinking a beer that was supposed to be thrown away because it had opened and someone put the lid back on and <laughs> it was warm. And then another beer that had frozen yeah. and then ice separated and it was super gross. And then that one also exploded in every way. So just a little teaser if you want to check out last episode. Um buying up all the bikes what nikes okay Uh, (laughs) (laughs) shout out to jordan who's like yep buying up all the bikes but then he had to he had to correct the nikes yeah buying up all the nikes
1: got you right on that's yeah see that's cool more and then other people vote with their dollar another way so
0: (laughs) so y'all um keep keep commenting contribute to she so it, it, even if you don't contribute i'm just gonna like awkwardly repeat things that you message with, no uh, with no context yeah usually
1: like 10 minutes later after that topic is done with so it, it seems really out of place but that's what makes it
0: fun yeah so that's yeah i hope that is fun because otherwise people would have no idea why i just went she <laughs> like no reason for that unless they happened to be on the youtube stream but yo some of you YouTube streamers, do me a favor and, and double check on the Facebook. I, I meant to, I said that all backwards. Yeah, that, that was in the Facebook stream. Yo, check out the YouTube stream. Quick shout out, YouTube stream. It's cool. Um, it, it's one of those cool streams of it is. Uh, liquid knowledge. Speaking of knowledge, let's go to actually talking about more shit. Let me bring up the 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 you know, time. town just oh here this is what these are. <laughs> so there's a new That's global like... ranking of gun deaths.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. Whereas we're number one, right?
0: Um, we're always um. We're
1: number one about everything except all the things we're not. I was
0: gonna say that we're not number one, but when you see the countries that rank worse than us, it's like all of the ones, literally all of the ones that are fleeing their countries to become refugees where there's just
1: like massive civil wars all over the place exactly yeah yeah, yeah.
0: (laughs) that was the first thing that stood out to me when i checked this out before that it's places like venezuela and guatemala which are brazil the very places that people are lining up at our borders to seek asylum from yeah (laughs) those are the those are the only people but uh mainly brazil okay so the most recent situation is that we're just behind only brazil Wow. Just Brazil can can kill more people with guns than us. And tragically, more so, it's still mostly suicides. It's still mostly people uh, using them on themselves.
1: Yeah, that's shitty, man.
0: And maybe these people in a state of mind that I swear we've all been in sometimes mm-hmm. shouldn't have the most easy access, but I mean, there's some people that that's something they want in their life and they're strong enough for it and I don't want to take it away from them. But the fact that you feel like such a weirdo um, admitting that you have thoughts like that is a shame.
1: Yeah. I, don't know. I always wonder because, I mean, there have been some recent articles uh, talking about like suicide rates have been increasing for quite a while. I just wonder if it's like part of the system we live in. Um, since it seems to be particular to America. Where, like, we're constantly told all these things, like, you know, it's the land of opportunity and this and that. And if you just work really hard, you'll make it, blah, blah, blah. All these, like, platitudes that, like, are no longer true.
0: Mm, yeah. That's and
1: so you, like, feel people. like even though you're, you're trying, like, things just aren't working out because there's not a lot of, like, I mean, America's very much, I feel like, uh, as far as, like, social safety nets go, like, compared to other first world countries, like, not even close, man. And so, I don't know, it just seems like there's a, a disconnect there that like, can make people feel um, like something's wrong with you because you're not making it when everyone says you should be. Yeah, you, know? you were
0: raised to, to think that you go to college and what you do in college determines your eventual success, not your eventual debt. And then you do that and you see people jump right past you that spent that time in fields that you're interested in Mm -hmm. and you have to play catch up to them. Meanwhile, there's huge swaths of people that could never afford the college situation or um, achieve enough to get scholarships. Lord knows I can't even pay attention enough to get good grades, let alone scholarships. It's just how I'm (laughs) wired. That's yeah. I I obviously learned how to do a bunch of shit. Maybe, uh, maybe a bunch of shit that none of you guys know how to do. And I, I couldn't do it with college. It just doesn't function that way. There's different people that learn different ways and I tried it and it didn't work. And the lack of uh, clear paths for that, the lack of uh, trade schools and the popularity of trade schools, this seemed like such an um, uncommon thing when trades are deeply in need. Mm-hmm. If you learn any trade right now, you're going to have work. Yeah, yeah. So uh, that's unfulfilled. And it's, that's why immigrants are piling in to do trade jobs. And also, we're a nation of a ton of immigrants anyway, so it's like other citizens that just happen to be first generation or whatever. So, uh, that happens just as <laughs> just as badly with, um, actually, I'm, I'm abandoning the beginning of that sentence because I forgot where I was going with that. <laughs> the the well, other thing that I feel is, um, okay, hold on. Also, <laughs> that's how I'm swapping like giving you clear boundaries between points i'm making right i find that helpful when i try to listen to my shit later new point (laughs) okay new point there's also a cultural stigma i feel to where uh culturally as americans whatever that means we're uh, too spooked out by our own mental weaknesses that we're not there for each other either Yeah, Like, you feel like you can't talk to... As people in the artist community, we're lucky. Because artists are just, like, softer people. And more open about things. Regardless of the discipline of art. But you see that, and you interact with, like, normies or whatever, and everyone's struggling with similar things and has their own cocktail of difficulties. Yeah. And there's so little perceived understanding.
1: Yeah, totally.
0: But I... I like what you said that really amplifies it of the fact that the system, more specifically how people are raised in education, Mm. is fundamentally broken and ridiculously expensive from any direction, even trade schools.
1: Yeah. No, it really is. And then there's like no guarantee. It's saturated.
0: Um, There's no loyalty to employers anymore. So you get a great job and you're laid off. There's no one staying with a company more than three or four years. Yeah,
1: that's a really common trend now. Yeah. and like the only way to like get raises is to go to a new con- company that just pays you more. <laughs> Seriously though, like y'all you know, seems nutty, man. And then like, and and this is the thing, cause like, I uh, and I heard this from my parents, and like, it's it's just it's like you don't you don't go to places anymore and like fill out applications and drop your resume off. You know what I mean? Like it's all online now. They all use like. uh algorithmic filters for resumes and and shit like that and make you enter these like questionnaires that take an hour where you have to put in all the information on your resume anyway and take like a 100 question quizzes you know that just filters people out and yeah, it's like, you have
0: to do that because there's so many people to choose from. yeah exactly in this climate of record low unemployment yeah for some reason there's all these people applying for jobs i wonder why that statistic looks like that Maybe right? it's because it's like anyone getting any employment for anything to survive, even though they're massively underemployed. Yeah. And people are working below their skill level across the board.
1: Yeah, totally.
0: Or they just they got skills that aren't the ones that are necessary right now, but they're still important. I feel bad for these people, but they didn't have help filling niches. Yeah.
2: Yep. On that. I don't know. Well...
1: Uh, you know, we'll, we'll take over Brazil one of these days. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll get ahead of them. We're, we're, we'll be back to number one. Don't you guys sweat it. <laughs> they aren't taking our guns. Oh, no. no, They'll have to rip them from my cold, dead, Nike-covered hands.
0: <laughs> Nor do I think taking everyone's guns away is going to do it. No, 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 no. I, just, I, I just feel terrible. like it's one of those things that uh, it's correlation more than causation. The availability of guns isn't the only reason for the extra gun deaths. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the lack of an emotional maturity, which is hard for me to say because how emotionally mature am I?
1: Yeah, (laughs) me too. I mean,
0: if I was more emotionally mature, I wouldn't put myself through the weird naked experience of yelling my opinions at people for two hours a week. (laughs) Right. There's yeah. obvious insecurity involved there that you can join with me in. Right. Let's all share our insecurities. Yeah, let's community it up though.
1: Let's get a big. Well, we can all quilt them together and get a big old insecurity blanket.
0: <laughs> insecurity blanket?
1: That's a blanket of insecurity, I guess.
0: <laughs> okay. I, don't know. I, I keep forgetting that you don't have the notes on you. Yeah, I don't have so the fucking let me notes, Fawz. Help do my job. So. I don't have my notes. This this woman, this intrepid spy uh, of espionage in the household, she killed her husband by putting eye drops in his water. Or like in his beverages.
1: Like long term?
0: Yeah, like it took a couple weeks.
1: That's really weird. I want cause I know you can like do that and it, it like He was in his sixties anyway. Uh, but it like gives people the shits, right? You know, that's what I've always heard. You can, like, put eye drops in people's drinks and it'll give them the shits.
0: I've only tasted a couple and been like, that's nice, but those aren't for eating. <laughs> <laughs> that's just, I didn't have the shits from that. But yeah, apparently you put enough eye drops and Not that I'm recommending anyone do this, because she was totally found out. Yeah. They saw the chemical up in the sky and was like, oh, you this person died of eye drops in the... Eye in the,
1: drop poisoning.
0: Yeah, eye drop poisoning. What
1: the fuck? Like that? Why is that even... Man... <laughs>
0: So we need to change the formula of eyedrops now.
1: Or uh, uh Oh, man. <laughs> eyedrops it...
0: challenge. It's the new Tide Pod. God, dude. That's going to be a fucking thing now. I guarantee that. No, it's going to be a new thing for uh, spouses murdering.
1: Right? I just like, that's.
0: It shouldn't be a new thing because it was found out right away. It's more like it's an old thing that no one does anymore if they like Google it. <laughs> right this is a failure to google is yeah. her biggest crime
1: yeah way to go greatest generation
0: <laughs> yeah they were baby boomers not that i'm like singling out a generation to like no no, no, no we only do that with about. arizona
1: yeah oh no we'll, well we're i'm i'm a strict generationalist i'll admit it yeah fuck everyone else
0: every time i hear the word generation i think of pepsi's marketing I can't stop thinking about the history of marketing between Pepsi and Coke. I just have to share a media recommendation. If you guys haven't checked out a podcast called Business Wars, ah, it's so good. Y'all like our little business news sometimes. Um, That podcast has helped a lot of my business and marketing history, historical insight. Yeah, I mean, I could go on and on about some of the nitty-gritty of the new Coke debacle, Mm -hmm. for example, just briefly, people think that it was just a marketing failure. Like, Mm -hmm. new Coke was just stupid from the beginning. But all the way along, it made sense. The big failure was the decision to uh, replace Coca-Cola Classic with new Coke.
2: Yeah, Because if they had
0: done them as a side-by-side product, there would have been some chance that it could have even revitalized the appreciation of old Coke. And some people think they did it on purpose because mm-hmm. of how much people came back and appreciated it. But they said in a specific statement, we're not smart enough or dumb enough yeah, we're... to invent to do it this way. Because <laughs> truth... how much we lost before we got back.
1: Yeah, the truth is we're not that smart, but we're, all, we're also not that dumb. Yeah. yeah.
0: So they brought it back, but they wouldn't have done it in the first place if it weren't for the Pepsi challenge. A lot of mm. people forget about that. Yeah, but I Pepsi remember. went full bore and said, hey, blind taste tests. what do people prefer? It was Pepsi. Yeah,
1: yeah, a lot of the times.
0: But a lot of that also had to do with, I mean, just because the majority of people like something doesn't mean that what the minority likes is worthless.
1: Yeah, totally.
0: And But, you know, in corporate culture, when you've got, like, a board of directors and stockholders to appease, then you have to only be the best at the cost of being the best anymore.
1: Yeah, but, I mean, on the real, though, like, Coke is trash.
0: <laughs> what? <laughs> Yeah, well, come
1: at me. No, there's I got a media recommendation about that same exact thing, cause no, yo, this album by this band Negative Land called this Dis Uh and this is a really they're really interesting. They they take like a lot of like sound bites from commercials and ads and like spice them into songs and just do all these weird yeah, weird Negative songs. Yeah, Negative Land is sick. I'll vouch. Yeah, but the album Dyspepsy is it's pretty great. You should go check it out. It's it's a lot a lot about that. Um, rivalry during that time period. So,
0: I think it's a shame that they didn't... Well, I think it's a shame that they couldn't afford to keep New Coke on as a product because marketing-wise it had become too unpopular to be economical to keep producing it. Except for one person, the CEO through the New Co- Coke debacle, mm-hmm. Goizetta, he drank New Coke every day the day he died. Wow. He had uh, people whip up a batch of of it for him specifically, damn for the rest of his life.
1: I mean, I, to taste I it so bad. It yo, new Coke better. was worse than old Coke.
0: It was <laughs> only worse to people who culturally had become dependent on old Coke. Yeah, yeah. From like a completely ba- blank perspective, the majority of people would consider it better tasting.
2: Yeah, but... like
0: the thing with Pepsi. I kind of think RC Cola tastes better than either of them, but it's probably honestly. Uh, my brain reacting to the sugar content yeah kind of like if you play two recordings that are identical one slightly louder people across the board will say the louder one sounds better
1: Mm. that's interesting
0: that's part of what's behind the loudness wars and mastering Mm. which okay just one quick point on that if you feel like you still have to play loudness wars and mastering okay i feel you i understand the social pressure on that as a musician or whatever but have some have some goddamn dynamics (laughs) So, yeah, the loud parts, sure, but the idea of making all the verses and all the quiet parts and your refrains, like, bumping up to zero two, Fucking, no. Dynamics. Learn what dynamics means and have some quiet stuff in your music.
1: That's why you gotta, you gotta do, like, the whole track, like, really quiet and just have that one note that's just, like, really loud, like the, <laughs> the clank. Yeah. It's like... <laughs>
0: Oh, like a Nirvana song or an old Deftone song. Yeah, there you go. Or any, like, number of famous artists that are known for being super heavy or being rocking that go super mellow. Even Korn would have these verses that were just, like, a minimalist drum beat, bass that you only heard as, like, clicks, mm-hmm. and, like, some guitar swirlies. Yeah. <laughs> some... You need, go, like, you need to go... Like, super uh, minimalist.
1: need to go, like, Pootie Tang.
0: What's Pootie Tang?
1: Yo, Pootie Tang was a movie. About this dude, Pootie Tang. Oh, yeah! yeah, written by like I think Louis C.K. directed Did it he? or rid- wrote it or something. I can't remember.
0: That movie was amazing
1: though. Oh, it was cr- yeah, really weird. Yeah, um, media
0: recommendations. You all get your pencils.
1: Yeah, but uh, I mean, it's a classic for sure. But in it, where he does, he has like the song, and he has the uh, producer turn or the engineer in the studio turn down like all the tracks, and it's just <laughs> silence. And then it gets released on the radio, and everyone loves it. They're like, "Oh yeah, Pootie
0: Tang." <laughs> didn't nick cage do that too not nick something cage you guys (laughs) saying so many awful things carl cage yeah carl cage
1: (laughs) who is not a dude who he just totally made up just now
0: i'm thinking of the guy that made the longest song that's like still being performed right now
1: oh that dude um something cage as slowly as possible yeah where those like monks have to come and change the blocks on the organ i love that idea man but yes. that what's cool about it is that's how like religions get started. It's like three generations from now if they've all followed it, and like
0: they'll feel like a god will smash them with his giant finger. Yeah, if they, if don't, they don't do, do it,
1: they're like, no, this is God's organ,
0: <laughs> Elton John's like, organ. I'm finding that really beautiful, though.
1: Yeah, no, yeah. I think it's a great idea. It's really
0: sometimes ritual can be beautiful. Yeah, and meditation. I don't know if I've brought that up in a, an episode. <laughs> I bring it up too much, but the simplest form of meditation where you just like concentrate on your breathing Mm. is just so valuable. I find that a lot of people like our age are discovering that nowadays to the value of just like, okay, you take a moment and you don't, and it's like a muscle that it's so much harder to do than it sounds like to not Mm. think about anything Yeah, because things just come in and you feel like you're flexing a muscle the longest you can get yourself to not think about anything, but just focusing on your breathing and just everything about air going in and out of you. Like you're Mm -hmm. some balloon is like my favorite tip on
1: that yeah it's like a pattern um breathing but uh yeah that's why they called it or that's why meditation is called a practice um but there is a, like the the buddha's like or how to achieve enlightenment is to do like the perfect 10 where you can do 10 breaths without like thinking of anything
0: else whoa which is so hard to make yeah i wish like
1: you can't do it <laughs> because then you have to like count and you're not you're not supposed to even think about counting so it's like a, it's one of those like Buddhist, you know, those like Zen cones where they're just like, okay. you know, uh,
0: it really like right now in my head, I'm like, I could do that. Yeah, do no, you that? no, I don't think I've ever done that. <laughs> no, know, it's like way harder. Than I gar- like I guarantee
1: you, like, you'll get to like eight, and okay. you'll start thinking about some shit We'll just wandering. Well, That's let's the lay point. down
0: a rule and make it like a challenge, somewhat, of just like, okay, you're allowed to count to ten only, and then you have to start back at one. Did you have any other thoughts?
1: But then it's whoever, you're like, oh, yeah, I totally did that. I do it all the time. I'm like, I'm, a, I'm enlightened as fuck. <laughs> like, bit enlightened, dog. Okay. Yeah.
0: So um, honor system on this game. Yeah, honor. Yeah, but right. yeah, take the take the 10 minute, ten count to 10 challenge with us, you guys. It's a yeah. new thing.
1: All, it, take, all it takes to reach enlightenment. That's it.
0: Yeah, we're going to get enlightenment together. Man, yeah. we are chomping through some subjects. We are reaching enlightenment. I think that if there's a time when you should feel like you should tell other people about this podcast, it's like, like I, I'm going to declare that we earned it. And yeah, the thing is, even if we hadn't earned it, we live in a climate in media where we could just be really adamant that we earned it. And it's like gaslighting our audience to, to yeah, support us. You
1: have to believe it because yeah. we said it. Yeah. We claimed we did it. We oh, totally
0: earned a recommendation from you. Are you going to call us fucking liars? Five stars on iTunes. <laughs> <laughs> totally. That's a hard one, y'all.
1: Getting any stars on iTunes? Because yeah.
0: again, it's like it's one of those things
1: where you're like, uh, iTunes.
0: Who cares? Yeah, I I, I use that for my podcast yeah. thingy. But podcasts I listen to very adamantly. I ha- haven't occurred to me to like star them. I just get the content.
2: Yeah, yeah. There's
0: no like thumbs up in my face. So, no. And
1: hey, like, what?
0: iTunes reviews are notoriously difficult to get. Yeah. Almost as hard to get as YouTube subscribers. Right. Which, I mean, you all are going to be like, hey, I watch all these stupid people that have hella subscribers. They make it look so easy. But a lot of people have had different cultural um, things that they've written, or they've had one piece that hit a wave, and they've written that out. And some of those people have written out, and their content's gotten better, and they've grown from it. And some people suck, and they have a lot of subscribers. It's just how it is. Yeah. But there's not a lot of people... Say geographically nearest that have, uh, some of these giant level subscriber people you see like Unbox Therapy level. Yeah, situation.
1: Sure. It's a lot in Canada. What even is that Unbox? Like, how do? You... It's not a therapy. Yeah, my boy Lou
0: and Unbox Therapy. We got lots of media recommendations today, but regardless, yeah, that's hard. So we're trying to be more outputy on the YouTube. You get a little bit of. You get a little bit better audio on YouTube, too. Not to. Boom, Facebook. As if this is the first time I've talked crap on Facebook Live versus YouTube Live. Yo, I'll do it all day. <laughs> half the time we've bitched about Facebook Live, it's been our fault and something we did wrong. But I mean, they don't need half to, they don't of need a to lot of things is going to have gone wrong. <laughs> uh. Uh, YouTube, I don't know if we've had anything go wrong with the YouTube stream yet. Oh, we will. Well, there was it was hard to get going uh, last time mm. because I had scheduled a stream, and then I'm messing with OBX. Shout out to BG from a couple episodes was one of the people that recommended OBX. Yeah, and, and that worked great too. It's just that it didn't do my scheduled stream. So there's there's people that had a link to the scheduled one that didn't air.
2: Oh, gotcha. But if
0: they went. If y'all went to the regular YouTube channel, it's there. It's and that's what I did today. You just have to go to the YouTube channel. It's got the same name. Anyway, what up, Tyler and what Jordan? Up? Thanks for hollering in, people. But yeah, what check up? out the YouTube stream again. I, yeah, that's a that's a, a like, very lively and living horse that I'm beating. Not like, like beating a dead horse with
1: comment, that. Comment, subscribe.
0: Yeah, like, all comment, subscribe. that. Yeah, so I've got a a, a funny story. Yeah, to like tell. comment
1: or subscribe, or we'll come and put eye drops in all of your drinks.
0: That's <laughs> how you avoid getting eye dropped. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so there's two different types of sponsors that we have on the show. Mm-hmm. Ones like Kicker headphones. That we yeah, love, yeah. and I'm usually wearing them, and the audio would probably be better on this show if I was wearing them right now, because I'd be controlling things better. And, of course, Cold Cock Whiskey, the classic Zip Fizz that's been with the station forever. Yo,
1: I've been living off Zip Fizz for, like, the last two weeks, man. <laughs> I, I
0: saw it. Yeah, man, you got that powder in every beverage, yeah. really. Yeah. I could, like, you're not even just saying that. No, for real. you good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so there's sponsors like that, and we're very loving to them. But I feel like I should apologize for being less than loving to the more corporate sponsors like Low Cost Airlines and uh, National Treatment Advisors and Davidson Big Idea. Davidson Big Idea, I really gave them more of a shout out than they probably even deserve, though. That's one I've, I've hollered about that secret company so much.
2: Right. Like, if
0: you're going to use Davidson Big Idea, you're going to use them by now. Yeah, i talked yeah. about them so much. They've gotten, like, special treatment. But them aside, we like uh, to make fun of the phone numbers. And that's not the best – this is why I'm apologizing because it's not the best look to the other sponsors. Yeah, Because we really should be as respectful to these sponsors that we don't have as direct of a relationship with. They're more um, uh, national sponsors. So, like, they sponsor a bunch of other shows. And they don't interact with us very directly. But when people mention RadioVegas.rocks to these people – they do throw us something. Mm. They are like a legit sponsor that does give money to the station. It's just not as personal of a relationship as our local sponsors. Or I, I guess Cold Cock Whiskey, kind of more of a local sponsor, even though they're not located in town. What is the term? There's probably a legit term for this. Like the the sponsors that we actively like shake hands with a person with. Like our buddies. Yeah. So there's sponsors and there's sponsors that are also our buddies. Yo, Potential but- sponsors that might be listening to this now that apparently were when they heard us. Um, being more flippant with the phone numbers on the other ones, which I always let the phone number play at least once, so you can always rewind. There's no object that you're listening to this on that you can't rewind on, I'm sure of it. Um, Or at least access it through that same box of wires. There's a way (laughs) to, to, to get that phone number again. Or just Google the names of these places. But in classic radio form, these recordings happen to have the phone number several times. So we like to crescendo the number and bring extra build to these times the number happens again, and that's our rationale, but that's not um, justification for our clear like uh, flippantness with it. So I knew I, I <laughs> was going to have to say this eventually, but I don't have to. No one asked me to say this. This is just from my heart. Yeah. But like, hey, I took that a little far, and I feel it helped the sponsor, but it's not up to me to say I know what helps sponsors the best. It's their their right to be sponsored how they want, but
1: Yo, they do get some kick-ass interstitials, though.
0: Yeah, that's another thing. But it's—I feel it's easy to, um, if you're just checking things out for the first time and you're not following like our traditions, to uh, feel that like that's disrespectful, because it's obviously blatantly disrespectful. We just mean <laughs> it. <laughs> we mean it in a in the kind of friendly way that makes things cooler to people that aren't looking to be marketed to. They're looking to go behind the news. And if we think something's cool, that's how we mock things we think are cool. Yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, you know
1: you know how everyone has that friend who, like, they're like, uh, he's an asshole, but he's our asshole. Boom. That's us.
0: That's us with our sponsors. Yeah. And but
1: in, in real life with friends.
0: None of this should take away from the fact that Naked City Pizza is fucking amazing. <laughs> so Naked City Pizza all day, uh, our buddies at Pinche's Tacos, um, but also Juan's flaming fajita and cantina where you can get a free blood orange margarita if you get a gringo taco which you should get anyway because it's like a multi-taco it's like your couple of favorite tacos in one taco and it's really the only place i've seen have like the street taco coastal kind of taco situation but larger not like little ones yeah so it's an interesting format because it's priced competitively too yeah their economic decisions are pleasing Mm. so that's my sponsor confession (laughs) because you know you you think only your buddies are listening but they're not yeah and it's easy to misconstrue misconstrue a cultural tradition that is irreverent as disrespectful when irreverence doesn't necessarily have to be disrespect lots of times it reverence is uh, demonstration of camaraderie yeah so man i feel like with that laid in we should just hop in a little early on the commercial chug yeah let's do it yeah come commercial on chug so with that reverence hey sponsor the station you're going to get our love and us mentioning you a bunch also off the air i talk off the air about these people too and we like end up having to even against our will interacting with a lot of uh people
3: That's 800-293-0328.
0: That's it. You got the number. (laughs) It's not about phone numbers. It's about looking up Dish Network and then mentioning RadioVegas.rocks. But, I mean, it's easier to just call the number. That 800-293-0328. Just call it. Call it and mention RadioVegas.rocks. This is our thumbnail, though, yo. Nike forever. I'm going to wear my Nikes on an airplane.
3: Greece is cheap. But the airfare costs a fortune. Paris? Not
4: much closer. And again, airfare... What about Puerto Vallarta? Let's face it. Flying
3: anywhere is just too expensive.
2: Wait, what's this? low-cost airlines
3: with one call to low-cost airlines you'll drastically slash your travel costs we're talking insanely low airline prices to any of your favorite destinations where would you like to go london rome costa rica australia wow that's cheap so why wait call now to learn how crazy cheap it is to fly anywhere in the u.s. or international our prices are so low we can't publish them The only way to get them is to call to instantly hear the most amazing best deals on airline travel. It's that easy. So call now and start packing. 800-515-2397. 800-515-2397. 800-515-2397. That's 800-515-2397.
0: Yo, uh, holler out to the folks backing me up on pinche's tacos also i found out that the term is a personal sponsor those those sponsors that we get all personal with
2: oh yeah yeah, yeah.
0: like um there's one i didn't name it's oh spunk lube spunk lube's one very talk about a personal sponsor very personal few sponsors we allow to be so personal with us nor do few sponsors uh give us like a whole jug of their product. Which is so fun.
1: Yo, I bathed in it once.
0: Dude, it's non-staining. I mean, at some point, you might need a sexual lubricant anyhow. It might as well resemble semen, because that's a part of the whole adventure regardless. Might as well. So Spunk Lube, a relatable sponsor to that would be Hangover Joe's. Because when Spunk Lube's involved, sometimes also alcohol is. And in the aftermath, we might need some recovery. And Hangover Joe's is my favorite... Go-to for said recovery. Packed full of aloe, you get all kinds of um, that the, moisture recovery. Yeah, when you can throw a bunch of moisture, like drink a bunch of water, but when your cells are able to retain the water more, like you get your cells more spongy, then you hydrate more fully. So that, scientifically, is why Hangover Joe's is really good.
1: Yeah, Yo, you know what one of my, uh, my favorite uses for spunk lube is? Spunk lube slip and slide fucking
0: great. Everyone should, try, everyone
1: should try it right now.
0: Yeah, just clear the rocks. <laughs> hey, s- slip and slide tip. If you live in the desert, especially...
1: <laughs> yeah, clear the rocks, man. Come on. Check on... <laughs> some, clear the rocks. Some goddamn common you sense. Might, it
0: might look like grass, but this is rock territory up in that grass.
1: <laughs> even our grass is rocks. Yeah,
0: even the grass is rocks. <laughs> so, hey... Um, There's going to become a time when, you know, I say keep purchasing Hangover Joes uh, for just healthy energy in addition to Zip Fizz. Like, start off your day with some Zip Fizz, keep a trucking with some Hangover Joes without the alcohol Mm -hmm. part. Not that I'm, like, anti-alcohol, but, you know, there's a limit. And when it's hard to maintain these limits, there's some great folks that are willing to sponsor us um, and also help you when things are getting to where you're needing that too much. Talking about substance use mitigation. Yeah. I'm so proud of being able to find those words in that moment. (laughs) Sober episode, y'all. Welcome to sober episode. Whoa.
4: If you are trying to quit drinking or doing too many drugs, listen to me. You don't know me and we'll never meet. I had a problem like you once. I drank and used to party a little too much till it got out of control and almost ruined my life. Get clean. Call now and learn more.
2: 800-961-2480.
0: 800-961-2480. That's right. Talking without the microphone on mute, it doesn't do a whole lot. <laughs> learn and grow with us. So National Treatment Advisors, just to be personal and not treat these like just things that we just play and don't care about. That's a real thing. Uh, They've existed way before sponsoring us or anything like that. So that's real. Equally real is some folks that aren't just like the local neighborhood tax uh, donkey. This is like your tax authority. When you need tax action dealt with by people that like taxes is what they spread on their toast in the morning. This is like that kind of situation.
4: The following story is fictional. Woo boy! I had a rough night's sleep. Let me read you that letter I got from the IRS. Dear John, according to our records, you owe the IRS thirty-seven thousand nine hundred and fifty dollars and fifty cents. If you don't call us right away and set up a payment plan, we're gonna freeze your bank account and put a lien on your home. Well, heck, part of me says you want my trailer, you can go ahead and have it. And I only got a hundred bucks in the bank anyway. But so here's what I did. I called the tax doctor. I paid them their fee and I got the whole thing reduced to $1,000. If you owe the IRS any personal or business taxes well north of $10,000, you call yourself
3: the tax doctor right now. See if they can save you some real money. 800-917-8546. 800-917-8546. 800-917-8546.
0: See, taxes and getting them done by a professional is valuable, even if the voice actor you hire kind of varies between Cajun and, like, an old prospector. <laughs> I think these things are funny, and pointing them out makes the commercial more memorable yet. And, but, like, the last episode was the first time I brought these up, except for just now. <laughs> <laughs> and, of course, uh, that's when, like, someone notices. When I've been I've been a good boy before now. Clearly, I get hung up on things, too. You know what? I don't even know what sponsor heard this and had this complaint. But the thing is, it's a valid complaint. I totally uh, don't disagree with that.
2: Yeah, right.
0: It's just one of those things where like, we all think we can just not get called on for things when we're like quietly pushing boundaries. Like, I know a part of my mind is like, let's see what I can get away with, like some <laughs> mischievous rascal. Yeah. And I, I don't want our lovely sponsors that... Are lovely because they actually are great products, I 'm not just like saying that flippantly. We only deal with people uh whether they're investigating us or not um and again, like i don't know who this is, so uh for all I know uh we we could have vetted them and not accepted them as a sponsor because of our super high quality standards for sponsors, but most likely they're great, and um I hope they're enjoyed. For, awesome all, for all you know, amazing.
1: it was me posing as a sponsor.
0: It probably was. Dude, will you still be a sponsor, man? <laughs> I, I want you to still sponsor me, man. Come on. I love I'm you. I'm just
1: getting lost just getting no. in trouble.
0: <laughs> hey, honestly, the fact that uh, they liked the other shows on the station also is cool enough. Because I was going to try to weave that into something mean towards our show. But I don't have it in me. We have the best show ever. Get ready. <laughs> I can't be self-deprecating right now. I feel too cocky. All right. And that cockiness is the same attitude that leads to destroying your credit. Like many of us have done. And sometimes when your credit's this destroyed, you again need someone that's not just your uncle getting on uh, credit karma or whatever and kind of trying to wheel and deal with these faceless entities that affect your score as a human and your interest rates on future choices, that's when you need to call in some pro folks like these folks.
4: Do you want to pay more for a new car or new home or less? Yeah! Do you want to pay higher interest rates on your credit cards or even to refinance student loan debt or less? Yeah! the secret to paying less on everything is a better credit score is your credit score less than 700
2: do you even know well now at the same time you can learn exactly what your credit score is and learn how to make it better and when
4: you call our special credit repair hotline you'll speak to an expert that will tell you simple steps to start improving your credit score and the call and consultation are F-R-E-E that's free, I'm telling you the secret to paying less is a better credit score and you can fix it right now.
3: So please make this free call and change your life. 877-857-1286. 877-857-1286. That's 877-857-1286.
0: Mm, that's right. Numbers to live by. Have them tattooed. Uh you know, not somewhere obvious where everyone can see the tattoo, somewhere personal. Like a what's a good spot for a tattoo of a phone number? Yeah, comment below if you know where to tattoo a phone number. Elbow. Elbow? No, mm-hmm. dude, how how well do you look at your elbows? Wasn't that like a thing that you made people do? Yeah. Like try to try to bite your elbow? Yeah.
1: Try to lick your elbow or something.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> this is about to get really culturally insensitive. So credit repair, we talked about that. Davidson. These people. These people are the reason why I try to invent something every week. Just brief recap. We invented a device to clean the tops of soda cans. Because soda cans are just like this container floating around, getting dead bats and trucker skin flakes landing on them and crap. And why why is that like that? You gotta clean that off. And so our invention ah! Excuse me. That was one of those burps I had to cover up with a primal scream. So I it wasn't <laughs> one of those rude burping on the microphone people. Uh, You know, clean your soda cans. We've got an invention to help you with that. What was the next one? Oh, yeah, Olive Garden Shave Club. <laughs> so we're working with Davidson Big Idea on a marketing campaign to launch Olive Garden's first uh, monthly subscription service. So this is a, not only a monthly subscription service for Olive Garden's existing network of quality products, which is faux Italian food. But a launch of a new line of shaving products not just for men but anything that grows hair that means pets too so we don't want to just shave your wives and shave uh the man of your household we want to shave cats but only this is the thing with the cats with uh consent cuz ca- you might have a cat that likes the coolness and you can shave that with the products and services you get from Olive Garden Shave Club which is not only razors sent to you in the mail like some other shave clubs that you might be familiar with. But you get the the famous breadstick handle we discussed. Yeah. That's this guy's invention here. Kudos. The breadstick handle. You know um when it's time to replace your handle because of what grows on it. Uh your physical objects should spoil if they're going to be replaced. Like if your if your toothbrush got moldy when it was time to replace it, you'd replace it on time instead of using the same one for nine months like a sicko like I've been doing. The bristles are all coming out sideways, and I feel weird and gross every time I'm using it.
1: Hold on, hold on. Is that is that too long to use a toothbrush?
0: That's ah, way too long.
1: Oh, I've still got, like, my childhood toothbrush.
0: <laughs> <Your> childhood toothbrush? <laughs> it's, like, got one or two of those tufts of bristles left. Yeah. It's, like, just for flossing. Yeah. It's handy. It's just a plastic stick. You're just banging on your teeth.
1: Yeah, totally.
0: So, Olive Garden Shave Club, y'all, not only do we have products for home care and grooming within your bathroom, but also a line of pet grooming. So we can have a, a van come to your house with a trailer um, branded with the Olive Garden logo and and stuff. And then we can slather your pet all up in, in Alfredo sauce. I remember <laughs> the name of the sauce now. And this also gives us a way to use up our less fresh Alfredo sauce. Alfredo sauce doesn't go bad or spoil. We don't want to use terminology like that. It just becomes less fresh. So like the less fresh Alfredo, you can slather your pet down with it and get a nice smooth shave. You know, we don't want to just like trim your pet. We're talking about bald pets. We want pets that like the skin of their body is like a human testicle sack. Like that level. (laughs) Which is elegant when done smoothly. Like a smooth, a smooth animal, you know?
2: Oh, yeah. yeah.
0: If you want smooth animals... Olive Garden is going to pivot through my guidance and marketing to a new realm of growth and progress. And Davidson Big Idea is here to help.
2: You have no I! I've got an idea. I
0: got an idea. I got an idea.
4: What's the big idea? Do you have an idea for a new product or a phone app? Well, now is the time to make your idea a priority. Get it off the ground fast and call Davison. We have over 25 years' experience helping big idea thinkers like you turn your ideas into products and apps that are found in retail stores and online. It's simple to get started. Call now and ask for our free Big Idea Starter Guide. We'll show you how to get started and protect your idea and show you the steps to get your killer idea in front of a corporation that can help you grow your dream. Dream big and be big. Call Davidson now for your free Big Idea Starter Guide.
3: Davidson charges fees for services. 800-208-9876 800-208-9876 800-208-9876
0: Oh, yeah. That's right. Yeah. (laughs) Because our final sponsor of the day is Nike. (laughs) So now if you've been fast-forwarding through the sponsors, which you shouldn't do with us compared to other people because we bless you with interstitial data between. We try to make those chunks in between the sponsors so juicy as to quell the urges of your fast-forwarding fingers. But I can't help but mention... Our last and final and possibly most glorious sponsor, Nike, who's chosen to sponsor us because of how adamantly we've uh stood behind Copernic Kaepernick. Ka- Kaepernick. Hey, either way. Colin Kaepernick, yeah. Um and
1: you know what, I think I just had this idea during the show, actually. I it's weird, like when you get an idea. You know? <laughs> it's like, pretty, pretty
0: remarkable. I haven't had an
1: idea in a long time. Like, when's the last time I had an idea? No. Um if like Every company across the board just like puts Colin Kaepernick in an ad. <laughs> just everybody boycott us all. Like what? Are, what are they gonna do? <laughs> what are you gonna destroy everything you own? I mean, come on, people.
0: It really feels like it can't be all just racism, and it just has to be so much ignorance that people want to take a contrarian side on this when it should be like a non-issue. We should just be like, all ah oh, man. This the what he's standing for with the police violence should be the issue, and it's not like that's anti cop. We're talking no. about firing cops that are cowboys, and yeah. the good police officers that I've met would have no problem with that. These are the people that are pissing them off in their own workplace. So yeah, hey, yeah. shout out to the to the YouTube comments for letting me know. That my mic was a little low on that side, and also wanting to know, and we should confirm this if we're wearing pants. So I don't know. I can see your knees. I I went. Usually it's been like like shorts that you would sleep in, like really like. Why are you going out in public in those shorts? But today, wow! I love this angle. Look at I mean, I company. can
1: like not wear pants. I'm
0: so happy with the. Oh, I'd angle, probably be more comfortable with that. Whenever a camera can like look up a pant leg, I just think good cinematography is happening.
1: But uh, you know what? Pants fucking suck.
0: They do. We really shouldn't do this with pants anymore. I know. It makes me feel like we could have made a conscious choice to abandon pants before this broadcast, and it could have been a notch better. I
1: think the world should abandon pants, man. Enough of it. You know, just like super, super casual Friday every day.
0: I was going to say, unless you live in a very cold climate, but I mean, aren't you going indoors? Why are we wearing pants indoors?
1: Yeah, like... It goes outside when it's cold anyway? Like, what kind of. of,
0: Yeah, what is cold anyway?
1: Masochist are you.
0: (laughs) Like, you're taking it there. I was going to say, you know, people take shoes off when you go into their houses. Yeah. When I see that shoe tree at the front door and I realize, hey, these are some shoe off people, I better take my pants off too. I don't want to get my dirty pants all over their clothes. Yeah. All over their couches. Who knows what I've been sitting in? When I go and (laughs) sit in their couch, it's gross. Right. I'm going to make all my guests take their pants off. (laughs)
1: Oh no! Sorry, no, pants. no pants on the
0: carpet. <laughs> One of those wooden plaques that has like the coat hanger swirled, so it looks like a vine stem, all elegantly. Yeah. And it's that font where the end of the letters are dots. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Ladies, you know when you've done we this? All know. Yeah. You, there was a time when you were like 16 at church, making those like wooden signs. They're like home is where the family is, and there's like dangly metal things on it, and, st- and that hooks to like a wooden heart that's cut out. Come on, holla. Hello, if you've done this. Home
1: is where the family is. Not to call out
0: women for doing live. that, but like, very few guys make these wooden signs. It's True. <laughs> guys hang them up, especially if it's a pretty lady that made it. But we don't make, <laughs> we make them, and it's like man cave or like tool shed, and it's those ones that it's like a router and the dark wood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like no one <laughs> <All> <laughs> buys <right>. those. <laughs> oh man! I just That's toxic masculinity. My dad made- a few of those it's yeah it's talk did you say your dad made it? few of those?
1: yeah i just i seem to remember some of those didn't, like, didn't all of our dads yeah exactly <laughs> it's like that nostalgia
0: what's the equivalent for our generation of that like arduinos making arduino robots and stupid shit? not even that much of it because it's signage
1: yeah i don't know i don't know what ours would be
0: <sighs> i don't know i think it's something that's like a religious thing yeah like if you're if you're Using enough of your mind on a religion, which I'm not going to be a dick about in this instance. I am. Yeah, go ahead and do that <laughs> if you want. But you're going to be more likely to make um, silly wooden signs. And hey, maybe your wooden signs were the coolest ones. Mad respect to that art form. But it's, uh, you know, <laughs> it's, it's very innocent.
2: We got new <laughs> shit got now. What got me on those? I have no idea. Just...
0: Home is where the family is. (laughs) Um, Sometimes. Why is there a Jason in the studio? Oh, Jason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, thanks for... Thanks for competent. Thanks for competenting. It's not a compliment. Thanks for commenting. Yeah, that... He's... There's... You know... That... That shit should be addressed. You you can't tell on YouTube because I'm pointing. No, on YouTube you can. All these different things. iTunes. You can't tell I'm pointing on iTunes. So my biggest problem with iTunes is... You can't tell what I'm pointing at. Yeah, it's but, disappointing. <laughs> it's disappointing. Get it? <laughs> All right. So yeah, Jason's in the studio. All kinds of different Jasonings. And I'm gonna actually go back to notes now and take this places because we're we're probably done talking about Nike, my new favorite company. <laughs>
1: I'm sure they'll come back up sometime. Okay.
0: Just because I'm feeling it and I feel like when the host is feeling it, that's a good thing to guide entertainment of this kind of format. But I have to just one more time say, why are we distracting people from an issue of like the police violence thing? Just like where's the money in like w- wiping that under the rug and distracting that? Because even police have problems with this. Yeah. In their own uh, among their own peers. And I sympathize with them greatly in his taking a kneel as an anti-cop. It doesn't mean that we should be anarchists and not have law enforcement. It just means we should review policies. I just don't get why that's so controversial except for misdirection. And why is there this misdirection for something that's like innately not harming any income? It's not like there's like some big... Uh, police money that's not going to get to some like firearms company or something. <laughs> right. Because of Copernic, it's not like uh our corporate prison system is going to lose money over this, or will it? Maybe it's just corporate prisons. Maybe I fucking uh, d- tore it away. Yeah. In my still being unable to grasp where the where the money is, where the payola is mm-hmm. for this kind of diversiveness,
1: divisiveness,
0: divisiveness. Yeah, it's diverse and that's good. This kind of divisiveness <laughs> over something that seems easy to get behind as a movement, yeah that it could be so divisive. It has to be one of those things where like there's money behind something, and maybe it's just more of that big prison money. Could be. Because it's a lot of money. No yeah. one's got corporatized prisons like we do. No one jails a, a tenth of as many of their population as we do. And, except and maybe our, like brazil
1: and our politicians all own like stock in private prisons and shit yeah. like and they're making the laws to like determine who goes to those private prisons
0: last i checked brazil was number two to us and it was like a third and this is a nation like in civil war <laughs> yeah the people, whole it's like political dissonance being imprisoned and that's the only way they can come close to imprisoning Im- Im- imprisonating as many people as we do. <laughs> impersonating a prisoner
1: do it all the time
0: but i was hoping that that might somehow segue me to another thing that um there's a lot of fun speculation on and that's what you might have heard trump is really upset about and actually setting a brand new standard in american legal policy being the first president to insist on Finding the identity of an, an anonymous writer using their free speech to criticize him.
1: Which <laughs> uh, is directly contrary to the First Amendment. Yeah. Which should protect you from, uh, protect your speech from the government. So, where where's all those like, my First Amendments people? Why aren't they up in arms at, at the press? Oh, because it's only convenient when it's for you.
0: Well... I want to, for sport, and hopefully I've practiced this enough, argue and take on the person that's listening to this right now that's saying, hey, whoa, 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 wait, this isn't just a clear-cut First Amendment thing. This is someone that is in the White House Mm -hmm. that is a security breach risk. The thought here is uh, this person uh, breached a trust of confidence in where he was and what he was observing to keep that out of the public eye and has gone public with information about how inner workings go mm-hmm. that he didn't have permission to have. And this is a threat to national security. But then I want to back up and be like, wait a minute, I think you skipped a step here. Isn't it only a threat to national security when it's information relating to national security?
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: That's my thought, too, so I feel like we're jumping uh, like jumping to a conclusion without looking at what the things are here, like the people that are upset at Copernic and the taken of me that don't understand what his real movement yeah. is what that's really supposed to stand for. They just think that this person is taking a stand against America mm. and what the national anthem stands for, even though they're doing a gesture for the national anthem like they're they're actively participating in a ritual that honors the national anthem it's not like they're t- putting their tongue out during the national anthem yeah right taking a knee seems really respectful that's what we do when we propose to spice spices spouses when you propose propose to your spice you take a knee you don't like put your tongue out or like yeah. look around dismissively that's not the kind of things that were happening during the national anthem yeah. they're, like waiting in the locker room none of that these people came out And they just did a different gesture and they were very clear about why. And yet there's all these other reasons why that aren't the reason why. This is a person that has anonymously reported on ways things are going in the White House that are both not uh, national security risks, except for just making us look weak, which is unavoidable anyway. (laughs) And also it's stuff that the American people should know about who they've elected. If I own a Domino's pizza and I put cameras in there to watch my employees work or not, that seems really not unusual. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's the inner. It's not going to reveal corporate espionage on Domino's policies to find out what my employees are doing. This is a public employee. Yeah, and
1: totally. So a public servant. Yes, servant. They're all elected officials. They should all. They're all supposed to be public servants, but. No, my my whole problem with the dude coming out anonymously is he's like trying to be all on his high horse, like I'm part of the resistance, you know, that's like keeping the really, really, really bad shit from like happening, mm-hmm. you know, and like, oh, but I'm trying to work within the system. I'm like, I don't know, I just feel if like you're really it, it's like to do that, fake. Why would
0: you need to like announce that?
1: Yeah, or do it anonymously. Like, you should come out and make a stand and be like, "Hey, listen, everyone, like shit's fucked up." Like, I think that's I'm gonna worth say losing
0: it, your job for. So other people
1: other people have quit from their positions long standing positions they've had they've worked for multiple administrations and they're just like they're like this is ridiculous.
0: You make a yeah. good point there that I hadn't thought of that there is a pussy element. Yeah. to not uh being willing to sacrifice your job. But on the other hand, I feel like this isn't that innocent anymore to where we've seen how Russia is with assassinating mm. and we've seen how ready our government is just divisions of our government working separately from other divisions yeah to at least make assassination attempts outside of the country so it's not too big of a stretch for this to be the last straw before someone has a suicide
1: yeah i also there's another layer I did finger quotes there by the way yeah <laughs> there's another layer to it also um that like because now people are starting to talk about you know trump, is trump mentally fit to be president this and that, and like even Republicans are saying that, and I've heard a lot of people um, say that maybe this is them trying to get ahead of it, so that when Trump does implode, they can distance themselves and be like, oh, we had no idea, we just totally weren't paying attention the entire time, you know?
0: You can love the guy, you can be pro-Trump all the way, and you can't deny that there needs to be a safety net for someone who's declining mentally. Mm -hmm. And that's an inevitability, we can't just be blind to that Yeah. Uh, Just because you might like a person. Yeah. I liked John McCain a lot toward the end, but I had to admit that part of that might have been because of the declining mentally. He just might have been declining in a way that I liked. Yeah, right. I I wish I could have just frozen time. Like, I I wish I could have just touched his brain tumor and just made it just stay. Like, just hold on there, John. Kick it in there. Just uh, don't get any worse. Hang with us because you've got just the right amount of brain tumor to where I love you now. (laughs)
1: That's so fucking terrible but They're it's beautiful the same right yeah, yeah, if yeah. someone
0: said that to me i'd be like what thank you're saying. you uh, you know if i can't yeah, live yeah, a yeah. life with no brain tumor if it can at least be one that's meaningful to people and also i can live through it
1: i'd be like john travolta in phenomena
0: <laughs> john travolta what
1: in phenomena oh yeah you know that, movie where he's in, that right? was that
0: was the, like a parallel for what we were experiencing yeah. in the last days totally i think he was getting psych- psychic powers <laughs> and we almost we almost could have had a tele telekinetic john mccain <laughs> and i don't think this is disrespectful to uh like a uh, honorable person's life who was a republican by the way and i managed to not hate him at the end that says a lot yeah not that i'm just like hate republicans all the time it's just so easy right now and i'm trying to overcome that yeah witnessing my own mental struggles but i and mean arguments i have within myself within i mean a
1: people. lot of them are getting like indicted so it's it's kind of you know
0: but whatever Speaking of indicted, we've got what is it like 14 days in jail or whatever? 14 years for Papadopoulos.
1: Oh, is that what it was? I didn't hear the sentencing.
0: I'm sorry. The sentencing just happened, and I remember feeling like it was a low amount of time. But he
1: wasn't just I, a coffee boy.
0: Yeah, that's the no. thing, is it should kind of be a low amount of time for someone that did um like roll over and admit stuff. So I hope yeah. it wasn't fourteen years you know you guys and
1: just for everyone he he actually wasn't a coffee boy but they tried <laughs> to say they, they tried to say he was or that like he never actually like trump didn't actually meet him and then like next day they're like oh yeah what about this picture where he's like sitting at the t- table with everyone else in your camp like the campaign chairman and jeff sessions and all these other people <laughs> just the coffee boy never met him
0: yeah just that coffee boy Right. dude did you post some sick science news in the notes that i didn't notice yeah yet? and i didn't i did oh. i was
1: like scrambling um in the last half hour of work don't fire me boss um <laughs> no i just like grabbed an article real quick uh no something about like prime numbers because Plus you
0: were there like a good 20 minutes after that's the thing. yeah 10 yeah. minutes yeah So. Uh, anyway
1: I, I do some overtime with a but do you uh, want me
0: to read the quote you have in here, and then you can like go in on it more?
1: Yeah, because I, I I only skimmed it, but I do want to dig in deeper, and and I recommend anyone who's interested in that.
0: So this looks really heady, and I I've heard from a few of you that are buddies of mine in person, um, buddies of both genders, by the way. I like I feel like buddy sounds like a dude, but like anyway, homies homies is definitely both yeah, genders of yeah. my homies. Yeah. Uh, so. Not that I'm doing this to avoid calling out specific people, even though they've been helpful. So, like, science news is good. Sorry to dwell on that. Anyway, this seems a little heady. Malo's going to dive in further, but the quote is, In summary, by focusing on the scattering characteristics of the primes in certain sufficiently large intervals, we have discovered that prime configurations are hyper-uniform of class 2 and characterized by an unexpected order across length scales. Now, what's yeah. the context of this?
1: So basically, it's it was this um, study on like prime numbers.
0: Oh, in, in pseudo random numbers, right? Okay, actually, let me read this further because it'll. Okay, in particular, they provide the first example of an effectively limit periodic point process, a hallmark of which are dense Bragg peaks in the structure factor, Bragg with a capital B. The discovery of this hidden multi scale order in the primes in Contradistinction to their traditional, oh man, contradistinction to their traditional treatment as pseudo-random numbers. Okay. Effective limit periodic systems represent a new class of many particle systems with pure point diffraction patterns that deserve deserve future investigation in physics apart from their connection to the prime. So, if am I'm am I going to guess about what this is about, for yeah. sport, prime numbers seem to be scattered randomly. Mm-hmm. They were thought of as pseudo-randoms. Yeah. What numbers are prime? But a new pattern has emerged in them. Yeah. Whoa!
1: And the pattern is, like, similar to the patterns of particles and atoms, I guess. Somehow, in some weird way, I I didn't get that.
0: There's a pattern to probably the the new things we're discovering to the arrangement of, like, quarks and muons. Yeah. And uh, the subatomic, subatomic particles. Yeah. So...
1: it's just interesting because I think every I think everything's like that. Like, uh, I mean, there's just a pattern we don't see or understand.
0: Everything you know? pseudo-random in math tends to relate to something later in nature. And yeah. This is one of those glorious examples where we can have... Uh, well, selfishly, I'm framing it selfishly, we get to have science news and math news at the same time. Because it's hard to get excited about math news. But man, do we get excited about math <laughs> news! Because right? it's it's hard for there to be new... Um, math breakthroughs that relate to anybody or even easy to explain without an analog in the physical world. Yeah. And subatomic stuff is as new and mysterious in how particles are seemingly traveling through time popping in and out of existence seeming to travel in a fourth dimension that's allowing them to come in and out of our dimensions. And... Mul-
1: even more than multiple dimensions yes. than that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, it's that's super interesting. The
0: math is there for all those dimensions but we're only seeing evidence of r3 uh bumping into another one or a couple others we can't tell yeah or they're them. like
1: yeah it's weird uh some of the like theories like m theory and string theory and all that stuff like talk about like weird dimensions that are like tightly wrapped up and and smaller than what we would consider like a dimension like the ones we move through
0: my favorite example of this that i really think everyone should at least watch a short youtube video on If you find any of this multi-dimensional stuff remotely fascinating, because it frames it in a really relatable way that even my dumbass latched right onto, Mm -hmm. is the concept that in a two-dimensional plane, if a sphere travels through it, say a sphere travels through a piece of paper, but you're only able to see the part of the sphere that's contacting the paper, Mm -hmm. you're going to see a dot that gets larger and larger, then gets smaller and smaller and then disappears. Mm -hmm. But through all that, the sphere is still existing. You're just only able to perceive the part of it that intersects this flat plane. Yeah, yeah. So if you saw this in three dimensions, but the sphere was traveling through a fourth mathematically, the same thing would happen. According to the math, what you'd see is a sphere get bigger and then smaller. Mm -hmm. But it's not changing size. It's traveling through a dimension that we can't perceive.
1: Yeah. That's, uh, I mean, read the book Flatland. It's a really short read. It's a classic. It's pretty funny. Uh, and it discusses that same thing. That's what it's all about. Like the main character encounters a sphere traveling through his two-dimensional world, and then the sphere takes him to the third-dimensional world. And then the spoiler alert, <laughs> schmucks. So fuck the book's like a hundred years old. Get out of here.
2: <laughs> and then, uh,
1: and then the sphere experiences the same thing when he takes the the shape to his three-dimensional place. And then a fourth-dimensional object trans, and it like blows the sphere's mind. And he's like, that's impossible, like, there's only three dimensions, yo. He's like,
0: alright, check it's cuz.
1: Or whatever he says, I don't know, I mean, it's not...
0: There's a lot of street lingo.
1: Yeah, yeah. A hundred years ago. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> Dude was, like, streets ahead.
0: Yeah. Yo. So, that, any of that, really, is, will blow your mind, but also feel like you've at least got the first tool... And what we're going to have to understand about multiple dimensions to move on as a species. And that doesn't mean that we're going to understand the mechanics of interacting with them any more than we understand the mechanics of uh, the peripherals interacting inside a computer. Mm. As much as I've been one of those nerds up in that stuff, there's tons that I couldn't understand well enough to, like, I'm not going to make a computer.
1: Yeah. It's one of those or, or something things. like, or, uh, you know, uh, How does the internet work? (laughs) You know, like, what is the structure of the internet? Or something like that. It just seems like... like There's
0: a lot of compound answers to that question. And, like,
1: abstract, like, ideas that go on where it's not... Yeah.
0: (laughs) It works like this. (laughs) (laughs) Math news, bitches! You're on it right now! Have fun. All right. Um... We had a comment mentioning Pinche's Tacos. I want to shout out to them. I also want to re-mention that they're the ones with the blood orange margarita.
1: I thought that was the case. And
0: the the gringo taco. But that doesn't mean that Juan's Flaming Hot Fajita and Cantina isn't a great place to also mention RadioVegas.rocks. In fact, RadioVegas.rocks is the thing that... Now, not rudely. You don't want to yell it in their face. But you want to mention as loudly and adamantly as you can to not only any sponsor... Because they'll all at least smile at you, that you at least get that prize if you don't get something special. Like one of the Naked City pizzas for sure has a sick deal with that. So I'd mention it at all of them. Yeah. Just in case. But you know, just strangers. Yeah. You can be that guy. They're not going to hate RadioVegas.rocks because you brought it up. Yeah. It's not like... No one, you can't. Yeah. If you're going to proselyte something or talk to other people about their eternal life, then start with RadioVegas.rocks. Uh, (laughs) sorry to laugh out of context it's just that uh jay just sent me a picture uh nike doesn't care if you're burning shit you already paid for
2: yeah
1: exactly just
0: throw back to one of our previous points yeah hell of love
1: yo how about next uh the the secret Eminem album that he dropped on everyone. Oh, God, thank you. That
0: was one of the things I had some, some fun stuff to say about.
1: So I get Eminem just, like, drops an album out of nowhere that no one knew. I mean, not no one, but the the public didn't know he was planning on releasing.
0: Which I think is kind of cool. Yeah, it's a that. cool
1: idea, yeah. And uh, I guess it spawned a lot of, like, it was kind of just a diss on the whole state of the rap game these days. And uh, so spawned a lot of, like, diss tracks back. Most notably by homie Machine Gun Kelly, which should all make, make us ask the question, who the fuck is Machine Gun Kelly? And I mean, alright, just to, uh, you know, I, I haven't listened to a lot of rap, but I've checked out some Machine Gun Kelly stuff back in the day. It's kind of whack.
0: Yeah, That's I, like, vaguely a... remember him back in the day. Like, yeah, initially. I've seen,
1: like, some some freestyle stuff of his and was not... Impressed. I mean, just gonna say it.
0: Well, honestly, I'm not that impressed by freestyle. It's maybe it's like a. uh, It's not that I don't respect that art and Mm. the related arts of especially the rap portion of hip hop. Yeah. It's just that I'm so so much more into instrumental hip hop. Yeah. And like the whole the the era, the producers like Jay Dilla and, yeah. and Dr. Dre too, and what they did culturally for music, um, on an instrumental standpoint, that I feel like really impatient with the vocal stylings that are associated with that. Mm-hmm. So like, it's only when it's really good, and maybe uh, maybe it's a shallow taste in it too because of a lack of going deep. Besides some stuff like Anticon and Dose One, and st- I've gone deep in a couple, but those were like comfort zone deeps. Yeah. So my point is uh, I really like it when people write their flows and then do something they wrote because even Eminem was kind of backpedaling on some of his points and lamenting that he was so harsh about it and how divisive that was, which divisive is my word of the day to like, learn how to say right each time. (laughs) So yeah, that that was kind of a, a mark of maturity I found.
2: Yeah, yeah. To yeah. be like,
0: look, I didn't want to isolate a bunch of people, or, er, um, you know, alienate people
1: yeah, totally. by drawing
0: a line in the sand like that.
1: Yeah, and I don't, I mean, you know. I mean, I, I did it at the
0: time, but I kind of regret it.
1: I just think it's funny, it's like, Machine Gun Kelly?
0: Like, that's who you're starting a diss thing with? Are you just like... But I think, like, Machine Gun Kelly, Kelly like, mean? wrote a
1: diss track back, and that's why it was like,
0: what? Dude, what? my theory, it's inside move like you distract someone you want to help their stardom
1: yeah yeah,
0: yeah. this so Gun Kelly and him like sat down for coffee and we're like yo what can you do to help me yeah right he was like, like, well i don't like you that much so but i could still help you by talking shit on you and then we both right. win
2: <laughs> right
0: <laughs> Ta-da! i i honestly thought it was gonna be john kelly <laughs> like oh he's he's like no nah, man i wasn't on uh, the orange hair, motherfucker. I'm not. I don't hate him anymore. It's this right. John Kelly. Right. Who was it that we we had a guest that was talking about how that's like the real dude running it, It said that in an interview. Oh, uh, that
1: was um. Was that BG? No, that was uh. Is it Isaac?
0: propaganda, Isaac? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Good episodes, by the way, either of them. Yeah. To, to constantly up. plug ourselves through this whole episode. Yeah. But I mean. Everyone else is doing it. Yeah. So get, deal with our plug. If you don't like us plugging ourselves so much, like
1: you do it for us. Yeah.
0: Come on, do your job <laughs> as a listener.
2: <laughs> oh man. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. Just do uh, it.
0: So yeah, John Kelly running everything in the White House. That's the real machine gun, Kelly. If you ask rap me. game strong. Yeah. Uh, conspiracy game strong. Illuminati <laughs> game strong. <laughs> So okay, so what are you, some of your other thoughts on this surprise Eminem drop?
1: Um, I don't. I mean, I almost feel like it's just like a fuck it. Where's like, I'm just, I'm bored. Just gonna drop an album. I've been writing some. shit. I can really
0: appreciate that.
1: I'm just gonna drop an album, man.
0: Didn't it have Dre production too?
1: I don't know. I haven't had a chance to really like dig deep man, into it. Man,
0: I'm sorry we're kind of sixty percent reporting this one, but the idea is like this is going on in the world. You can go deep, um, and fill in the gaps. If you really care. Otherwise, we didn't dwell on it too long for you. Yeah. But yeah, I thought there was some Dre production in there, which if I'm right about that and didn't just hallucinate that or just like want that, (laughs) then that's pretty cool that that level was kept secret.
1: Yeah. It could have been just like a buddy-buddy thing. and I was like, yo, Dre, you want to come lay down a few tracks with me? Man. Let's get the old crew back together.
0: Kanye's got to be pitching a fit, though, because like, his last controversy wave uh is kind of petered out now and it didn't go right to an album. I thought he was gonna drop an album right on the tail end of that. Right. Unless he did and I wasn't paying attention that badly. Yeah. No, but no, how would I miss that? There's there's no new Kanye in the wake of the 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 weird slavery comments. Didn't he
1: didn't he uh he dropped something with I wanna say like Lupe Fiasco? I could be getting that wrong. You know
0: what? I think he dropped a single and I just wasn't paying attention.
1: Yeah. I did see a new video. I'm
0: only saying things like this to anger people enough to comment about it. (laughs) Which you can do on the pre-recorded video. I mean that by after this is live, you can still come talk shit on the comments. Yeah. I do check and like play with you on there. Speaking of such, I just saw a comment in the YouTube chat that just said, I love his little hands. (laughs) I love his little hands. See, that's so fun to bump into your community interaction and to see that. Because also right after that is, oh, I love that he might smell like pee. (laughs) And I was still like, whoa, who is this? I hope it's not me having little hands and smelling like pee. That's like my new, oh, man, you got to check out their podcast. Dude's got little hands and smells like pee. I know it. (laughs) I thought that was going to be like our new thing to do controversially. But no, this is going to do... Uh he said what? Oh, again our buddy on there just said Trump is awesome. Oh yeah, yeah
2: yeah. Hey, if
0: he's awesome for little hands and smelling like pee, you you like him for the right reasons. Yeah, totally. <laughs> man, and like a part of me is like, dude, why are you being such a Trump hater? I don't want you to be that um side picking. But man, I'm way past offended. This <laughs> one I don't usually get that deeply offended by political people's choices and what they represent and yeah, stuff. It's yeah. usually just a, a faux offense so I can have a fun argument yeah. and get an opinion and I go on with my day. But to be such a shitster and to make people have less unity with one another. Yeah. It's That's... just a great way to get an entourage and a following but it's Hitler method. Yeah. It's
1: no, it's that
0: way it's the it Mussolini really style of doing it. It's yeah. not how um people that are respected by history do it and so short sighted.
1: I just hate that he's a fucking idiot.
0: <laughs> You're like at least be evil smarter about it.
1: Yeah. And like trust me, like I was I when he got elected, you know, like I voted and I decided just not to vote for either of them. Cause, you know I figured Nevada's probably gonna go to Hillary anyway it's gone democrat the last couple presidential elections
0: i voted weed for president yeah, and i got my vote
1: <laughs> right but uh and i i was i was totally well i'm like you know what i hope he proves everyone wrong and does a great fucking job
0: yeah i decided to take it optimistically i was like yeah. okay great we're we're shaking the snow globe
1: but i mean i mean let's be real but anyway i don't want to
0: you can't drain the swamp if you're like the swamp yeah that everything drains into. <laughs> all rivers lead to this
1: swamp. We, we drained the swamp and <laughs> filled it with an even bigger swamp.
0: <laughs> In this swamp, we have placed another swamp.
1: Right. <laughs> uh, anyway, alright. Fucking... How can
0: you prove any swamp was even drained? Alright, this is metaphors. Sorry. <laughs> and. Oh, hold on. Here we go. This is. Play that. Uh, After nabbing billions of tax breaks, ATS promised job growth magically evaporates.
2: Yeah,
1: who would have saw that coming?
0: Yeah, you know, just a side note before we dig into this one. Kudos to Apple for saying, when we get these tax breaks, we're not going to lower the price of products or pay employees more. We're going to pay back... Some of our investors and stockholders that have been kind of waiting. Yeah, and
1: we're going to buy is, back our stocks. Yeah.
0: Some people jumped on and were like, "Oh, proof you're evil!" But wait a minute, wait a minute. Those stockholders are people too, and they invented an in uh, invested in a company that makes shaky decisions. Apple is not a company free of controversy. Yeah. Like every other year, Apple makes a decision that people say is the end of Apple. Yeah. So kudos to these people to get something back for hanging with a company largely philosophically a lot of apple's money they've made is from communities they've supported both of artists and people that have agreed with them philosophically and people that are do professional content creation that need the stability of that platform that can't be done at that level of stability with competing hardware and you have or competing software and then you're forced to be on that hardware to use that software so it's like it is what it is but that didn't stop a bunch of other companies from saying that they would use these tax breaks in ways that they were totally lying about.
1: Yeah. And there were a lot that seemed like PR moves, but <clears throat> my thing is, specifically, if you have like an issue with Apple saying that they're just going to, you know, buy back stocks and pay their shareholders and all this, then you don't like just have an issue with Apple. You have an issue with capitalism. Yeah. You have but an you, issue with you how have,
0: companies like Apple get to become companies yeah, like Apple at all.
1: And like, that's what they do. That's all they care about. It's not like, there i mean some people in the company want to deliver great products to people but ultimately it's just a machine to make as much money as possible for the people who run it
0: people who actually have any degree of experience running a company at that level or being part of running one have not in what i've seen expressed that that's a bad idea or even weird
2: yeah no totally
0: <laughs> it's but they have all said across the board unilaterally that it's weird to expect a corporation to uh, increase wages based on a tax break because that's not usually done. They promise it, but no one follows up to see how much they don't. Well, except no, now, AT and T didn't.
1: Well, no, it's it's the politicians who push for the tax break who say that's what's going to happen. Yeah. By virtue of the tax break. You're and,
0: right. A lot of companies don't even get involved their in name yeah. admitting that, but that would be the case. And
1: like, and and think about what they're saying. They're saying the people. That already have all the money. (laughs) If we give them even more money, then they'll just hire you. Like Corporate profits have been at record highs for like the last, I don't know, eight years or something. And it just keeps increasing. The bottom line has
0: never affected hiring. Needing more human resources has affected hiring. When you don't have enough machines to build the products for which there's demand, you buy more machines. And that's exactly how the people are thought of. Mm-hmm. When there's not enough hands to assemble the parts of the product machines can't do, then you hire more hands and that's all the people are.
1: Which that's that's kind of weird because that's like the exact opposite of what all these these tax breaks like say they're going to accomplish. Mm-hmm. It's like uh so there's you know supply side economics and uh demand side where if if you give the middle class more money, mm-hmm. they spend it yeah. because they need to buy things. If you give rich people more money, it just like gets reinvested or they buy property or, or yachts, you know, that's a common trope or whatever. For sure. But it's not like they're, they're contributing greatly to the, uh, direct economy or would, you know, co- cause a company to need to hire more people because they're selling more things because rich people aren't buying Nikes.
0: Yeah. I, um, I don't know if any y'all remember Obama's epidural, econ- <laughs> epidural economic stimulus. What's epidural stimulus? Obama's economic stimulus of the beginning of his mm-hmm. term, um, everyone got what like a hundred bucks, one hundred seventy bucks.
1: Yeah, and well, I think there was there was one of those during Bush where everyone got like three hundred bucks. W. <laughs> yeah, that's
0: right. There was a, the, I don't think I was as involved in the economy during the Bush one. I don't know no, because like, I was yet. still
1: pretty young. I think, yeah, yeah, I, think cause I was we, still, a we'd minor. still be in high school. In, the, in his first
0: yeah. term yeah but i do i forgot about that why didn't that get brought up more when obama's was so controversial but i just remember okay like with the knowing what we spend on so many aspects of government mm-hmm. and what a drop in the pan 170 bucks 100 bucks is to all the qualifying individuals was most people i know, not qualified, qualify yeah and like most people lower middle class I immediately spent it on not, like, bills and shit, but, like, fun money. So my bills were covered enough, even though I was living month to month. Yeah, right. I went and threw it at the economy, and for years after that, that's what I heard reported was what happened from that. It was at least a success on the minimum that it could be successful. It was not a failure. Yeah. Any way that you could determine that to be a failure, the numbers were visible in the economy. Yeah. At best, like, most critical of it, you could claim that the economy changed that much regardless of that thing that happened at the exact same time. Yeah. (laughs) That's correlation to something else that's imaginary. But on the other hand, you go over from that um, demand side economics to supply side economics Mm. and try these supply side economic policies like this tax breaks and there's no historical evidence of that having worked. Ever. Let alone evidence of it working within the last decade. No, it actually... And then, of course, again, it's already obvious that it didn't, by, yeah. like, legit what companies did with it, for sure.
2: Yeah. It, it's not it, just it's like, like we're
0: ethereally looking at data and saying, hey, it kind of didn't work or whatever. It was admitted by the people that would be affected by it that it wouldn't do that, and lo and behold, it also didn't, even by the ones that said otherwise. Yeah, AT&T. and, like, the
1: the... Oh, what the hell! AT
0: and T was going to give it to these people. They didn't. It's it was a lie all along. Yeah, and what's obviously in and, and what's funny
1: is like before the tax bill was passed, like some companies all of a sudden came out and they're like, "Oh, we're giving people bonuses. Like all our employees are getting a thousand dollar bonus." I think it was AT and T said they're giving, but like those bonuses were already scheduled. So they <laughs> they tried to make it, it was like a PR move to like support the tax break. Yeah. Because, of course... A large Everyone's cor-
0: getting bonuses that they're getting anyway. Yeah, it's right. it's all corporate people anyway, not the fucking... Right.
1: No, it was like employees were getting like $1,000 bonuses or something. But it wasn't like all employees across the board.
0: Yeah. And that's great as a publicity thing that looks great in one news article. Like, oh, AT&T, you look so good on this. Meanwhile, their promised job growth magically evaporates. Yeah, Which I love the terminology in this article about that.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's like, if companies aren't, like, magically hiring more people, when they're already making, like, hand over fists, like, giving them more money, they're just gonna be like, oh, okay, you gave us enough money, we're gonna, we're gonna hire people now, that's, we're, we're satisfied with that. No. Like, companies are not satisfied with any amount of money. Infinite growth. It's, it's sustainable.
0: Let's experiment with our calibration based on a YouTube comment that um, uh, someone commented, uh, show is great, but enough Trump talk, more funny stuff. <laughs> but like on the other hand, I know if we entire there's a, there's a there's a a range here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I plan to play around in a range at my whim to a certain extent, but calibrate that range to you all to where like I know people. Have fun diving into what we have fun talking about, because like the fun communicates anyway, yeah, but I also know that that some of the times when we've gone like pure wacky yeah, 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 that it's like listening back for me, it was like too wacky, but that doesn't mean we shouldn't abandon some wackiness,
1: yeah, yeah, I agree,
0: and on that note, and I don't want to go too far from this if there's anything else left you want to say on that oh no trump talk anyway, no, no, no but, um, we probably should invent another product. Yeah. Because, I mean, I brought up some new details in the Olive Garden Shave Club, which, I mean, this is funny to me. When we go funny on this podcast, and I think it's really funny, it's not the the wacky times when I accidentally get beer everywhere. I, those are valuable and all. <laughs> but I prefer the times when I get to be really serious about something I really think should exist, even though it's preposterous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't care. There are less, there are way more preposterous things that exist. That do great. For example, the Fryless. Did any of you guys get a Fryless? No. Okay. If you went to McDonald's a couple months ago for only like a day, this was like a one day promotion thing. All right. <laughs> Excuse me. Had to cover up a burp there by screaming instead. So the McDonald's would give you free with a meal only during this one day the Fryless, which is this elaborately like spot UV gloss lettered, what um, is that called when you stamp the? Really well packaged. You know the boxes where the letters are bumpy, die cut. Mm-hmm. So this like die stamped, elaborately well marketed. Like it felt like buying Beats headphones, but it came with it. Just gorgeous box. Yeah. The box was also perforated, so you could fold it into a cell phone stand. But best mm-hmm. of all, inside the box was the Fryless. What the fryless is, is a french fry made out of some kind of semi conductive rubber. Yeah. That's yellow and looks like a french fry, but it's contoured to shape your hand like a good french fry should. And you can use it as a stylus on your phone. <laughs> There's like a part of it that's a flat enough square. Oh my God. Because, you know, you can't have a tipped stylus with normal Android and iPhone devices mm. because they, um, There's a grid of antennas under the screen, Mm. and those antennas uh, detect your finger interfering with radio frequencies. It's capacitance, basically, like your finger's ability to store and release electrons, Mm. but not conduct. It's not a conductive sensor, but conductive things let electrons travel through it. Man, electronics majors, if you're screaming at me, hook it up in the comments, but that's close enough. So... The rubber thing conducts, and but it has to be a large enough surface. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Unless the antenna wires inside the screen that you can't see are closer together, like on say the iPad Pro or a Wacom tablet. So mm-hmm. there's your tech data. So the Fryless, so preposterous, but it existed. For there a is day. even uh, like a person, like a like you open up the box, and there's this picture of a guy named Kirby Jenner, which has to be a, a made of imaginary person because he was dressed. Like, big mustache and, like, one of those suits that was only cool for, like, a short period of the 70s. mm mm-hmm. It's just, like, full-on, like, the most boss 70s. Yeah. Like, late 70s. Right at that cusp where it was, like, that V-neck. I think it was, like, a one... Like, like one, he- one he- huge lapels Yeah, the, the The, the yeah. pants and the top are the same article of clothing.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's
0: somehow formal. Mm-hmm. Just owning it. Kirby Jenner. Also, if your name is Kirby Jenner, you are a fictional character to try to be as cool as possible. <laughs> so it was really clever marketing because it was like, how can we over market this so that people that get that concept will laugh at it like me? Like this is so over the top, this Kirby Jenner person holding this French fry stylus like it's like the epitome of modern technology. Beautiful. Love it.
1: <laughs> but can you eat it?
0: Oh, Clearly.
1: Yeah, all right, I'm in.
0: I mean, I had to uh, I had to take a day off work and go to the hospital, but you can definitely eat it.
1: <laughs> I want to know how much they're going for on eBay. I'm always interested about that. Like, limited release shit like that?
0: Never sell mine. I can no. never even give it away. I use it, dude. I use it. When I need a stylus, I go for my fry list. And there's, like, stuff to tap on my phone that's, like, too small. Yeah. I'm like, oh, it's fry list time.
1: Scared Why why does this this guy have a french fry in his pocket all the time? Why is he
0: poking at his phone with a french fry? Loving that
1: greasy (laughs) french fry all over his phone.
0: Hey, I'm happy to be representing anything greasy. It's true. It's on brand.
1: On brand. Yeah,
0: the the fry list is on brand, y'all.
1: Right. I love it. I was at... uh, No, like, when you were talking about the Olive Garden Shave Club, I'm like, you know, it's great that there's a subscription service and everything, right? But... What if, like, they set up like a little kind of barbershop thing inside, so you could, like, get a fresh shave before you eat.
0: Brilliant! I mean, if we're if we're helping people shave at home, if we're helping people shave their pets, why not in our brick-and-mortar location that we're paying good rent to support anyway for that declining food market? I mean, yeah. who's eating anymore? Eating is out. America's fat. Olive Garden's over unless we start shaving each other. <laughs> Come and to the, Olive and then, Garden like, for the fucking shave situation.
1: And then, you know, they... they they don't waste as much alfredo sauce cuz any like just leftover alfredo sauce they yeah. take directly from the tables. And God. Just, <laughs> you know, you can get that fresh alfredo shave, you know.
0: Nothing beats an alfredo shave, uh, an alfredo shave.
1: I mean, if you if you guys haven't done it, I mean, it's you guys. You got to. Nothing beats an alfredo shave. It beats marinara yeah. any day of the week. Ew, man.
0: Dude, if you're with one of those competing Stores like if you're over with the Applebee's Shave Club having that marinara shave, you're gross. Tequila lime think chicken you smell shave, gross. you can smell like Alfredo, but meanwhile, you're smelling like marinara, oh. like some miscreant.
1: Yo, your shit is all wrong.
0: God, ooh, need what, to get your
1: priorities straight. What is your economic
0: oh. situation if you smell <laughs> like you rub marinara all over your face? That's disgusting. You should be rubbing Alfredo all over your face for its smooth clean shave yeah okay the same person that that wanted us to like you know because i obviously i listen back and i feel like we might hit the trump button a little too much it's self-indulgent he's one of those characters that like he's so fun to talk about as a as a content creator that i've seen this in other content creators work that like oh golly it's like a disease to be self-indulgent with this but that same person with that valuable comment said all caps yes olive garden stuff Fellow listeners, you have a friend and guardian helping guide us to our all-mutual benefit by reminding you and I of the value of getting behind a brand like Olive Garden, a strong brand, and helping them pivot entirely to to uh, help all of our grooming situation. None of us have, uh... And this like, is a
1: brand, I, I would say, that, that raised our generation, yeah. you know?
0: They raised our generation, and now they're looking at a generation with too much hair. It's
1: true. Y'all are some hairy
0: fucking people, man. So we need to step aside from just making America fat still with breadsticks and, um, you know, other things like soup that don't make you fat. But the it's time for breadsticks for peace instead of breadsticks for war. It's true. And it's a war on obesity. And if we want peace on obesity, then we need to shave... because the hair makes you look fat hang in there with me (laughs) you want to trim down dude bald people look trim Uh, bald men look svelte bald women are beautiful it's true take your wigs off and shave with us ladies we should be shaving each other isn't that something that we did as primates Except, like, picking bugs out of each other. The natural conclusion I mean, what could bond you deeper with your loved one than shaving them? I know this is a fetish.
1: We're trying to, you know, we got to, like, start somewhere if we're trying to turn society around, you know? Um, But the the handshake is just old. Yeah. Tired of the handshake. We should all carry around our breadstick razor. And when you greet someone, you just give them a little shave on the arm. Yeah, just let them know you care. You know, they're like, hey, I care about your your body hair, you know?
0: You're going to have people that shave a bunch of squares out of their arm to look like they got a lot of friends greeting them all the right.
1: time. And now that...
0: politicians just have slashes of hair missing all oh, over. Oh,
1: man. Then, like, everyone's going to know I don't have any friends. All right, bad idea. Everyone, <laughs> terrible idea. I don't know who came up with that idea. It's
0: more of a courtship Flushing ritual. Flushing
1: it. Yeah, there Lady, you go.
0: Before you let a man into your, into your chonies, make sure he can prove to you that he's got a steady hand and the cool control of a gentle lover. Because if he can shave you delicately, he can impregnate you delicately. And in the end, isn't that what it's all about? Is just getting everybody pregnant. Just kidding. Don't make a baby with it unless you're trying to and then like man good luck
1: <laughs> we can't stop you yeah good luck we can't stop you but don't you're raising
0: a, you're raising a child in the best time in the history for it to live a long time and see a lot of crazy things and then eventually that child can launch all of our old bodies into space instead of retirement homes because social security will be long gone
1: <laughs> i man robot robot bodies.
0: I'm so happy to get positive feedback in the chat for the Olive Garden stuff because I'm so passionate about it and I people have talked to me in person about it, but I want, I want written evidence. Right. I want to talk to Olive Garden about this idea. And just into the <laughs> But CEO. it's not going to work without a community. Really dumb, but beautiful, amazing ideas like this that should be products uh, don't happen without a community getting together and communicating with these faceless corporations that really have hearts down in there. There's someone that really loves Olive Garden, that's working for Olive Garden, that wants to see it succeed and understands that its only hope for success is shaving. Shaving people, shaving the world. Shave time, shave money, Olive Garden. (laughs) I love it. Any parting words? We did a lot of media recommendations earlier in the episode. We kind of switched the order of the segments around a little bit, but any Uh, last minute of these?
1: Parting words. Um, no.
0: Well, wait, we've got we've got the actual notes. And... No, we don't. But, wait, there's actual notes. What's going to be not too deep of a hole? Dude, Mallow brought the fire news today. I think your news was better than my news today for competing, which we should, because everyone should compete <laughs> at everything all the time, twice.
2: Yeah.
1: Competition. Everything must be a contest. It's
0: Tw- for twerter twerker twitter twitter for twerkers let me go where i'm going twitter finally went full ban on alex jones
1: them damn globalists man
0: but some and i'm not saying this is me but it's fun to say things like this Mm -hmm. some wonder if there might have been some like alex jones sympathizer uh Infowars crony up in the twitter People, because the person in charge of Twitter that said that they didn't fully ban InfoWars because they hadn't broken their rules yet, mm. they, they just were suspended temporarily. Another person came in, reported on ways in which they had actually, definitely broken Twitter's rules. Yeah, multiple and then times. Twitter fully banned them, and then that person—this gets wacky. All right. That person then got accosted by Alex Jones, who then. Like yelled at them in person and and uh, got in their face and stuff, and yeah, Alex Jones has been like in person wily, like poking at Okay, hold on, just just one. What's yeah? No, my electric. Like poking someone, uh, dude. What's that guy? He always hates, uh, Cruz. Everyone. Yeah, the Cruz, Ted Cruz. I think it was, or or a guy I get mixed up with Ted Cruz all the time. Like he's answering another question from another reporter. Yeah, and Alex Jones is. Behind the side of him, tapping on his shoulder, trying to get like obnoxious kid yeah, attention yeah, yeah.
1: with him. Totally, Alex Jones does that. I, my brother always tells me the story of like, there's this uh, video on YouTube where it shows like Alex Jones antagonizing. I think it's the dude from like The Young Turks. Oh, Sank, that poor guy. Sank Olger, I think, is the guy's name. Yeah. And uh, but anyway, they got in, like a, a little tiff or whatever. And I guess part of the clip shows. Um, this dude like chasing Alex Jones because he got him like really pissed off. And then like the t- the caption of the video is like <laughs> like angry uh, news host, like accosts uh just water filter salesman, <laughs> God. something like that. I don't know. It's it's pretty silly. But...
0: Jones shouted at Darcy for more than ten minutes, accusing him of being in favor of censorship and insulting his appearance, comparing him to a rat and told Darcy he was evil-looking. Look. Jones was live on Twitter's Periscope service the whole time. Don't harass people on Periscope. Oh, sorry, Mike's too Don't harass people on Periscope! Just, why not just not harass people? I mean, if we can, as a challenge, try to at least not hate people, which is hard, because, you know, I, I gotta be honest, when I can't avoid feeling hate for some people, yeah. but I'm trying to at least present media from a standpoint of, like, Rather than hate this person, let's try to understand how specifically they're stupid. <laughs> take her Much neck.
1: better place to, to come from. Boom, like and it. that's what I think
0: we should leave off at as right. like, our message for you. Of like peace and love, yet constant never-ending criticism. From us, but also to us. And we even like to wallow in our own criticism of us with you. And invite it you know, some of your criticism is gonna make me think you're a jerk. But that's part of the game we're trying to play. Because yep. you don't have a community without that. That's and true. who knows if I even understand what a community really is? Let's find out together. The <laughs> yeah. end. I keep trying to say something like, right as it ends.